0: This is Spotlight on Lead Poisoning, brought to you by Southern United Neighborhoods, a nonprofit that works on environmental issues and helps people buy their own homes and fix their credit. Call them at 1-800-239-7379 or go on the web at southernunitedneighborhoods.org for more information. My name is Marie. Um, Thank you to Oliver Thomas and WBOK for allowing us to
1: replay this radio show on Spotlight.
2: And Miss Deborah Campbell, she's the treasurer and secretary for that organization, uh, pushing for more democratic and local control of the Sewage and Water Board. Miss Beth Butler, welcome back to the uh, Good Morning Show. And if you could lean forward to that mic, we could hear everything we're going to be talking about. So how you doing? Good morning. Good morning. So first of all, uh, uh, a community voice, community uh, 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 organization fighting for, uh, not just about this issue, but fighting for the rights of people. Deborah Campbell. So, but let's specifically talk about get our sewage and water board
0: back. Well, what's happening is that. Did, but we're did we ever fighting have fighting a fight? No, no, no. We never. But we're asking for control back because what they're doing now is not working. Mm-hmm. Um, we're asking them for lead lines mm-hmm. to let us know where the lead lines are in the city so that we can either work on removal of okay. the lead lines or filters. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a quick fix. We just yeah. need them to filter or have our community to filter their water. Um, it started with lead in the water and health problems.
2: Which has been an issue in, in New Orleans and in urban Forever. communities for decades. That's right. This my quick. New Orleans That's at right. one point, uh, several uh, uh, neighbors in our city, man, were under federal... Uh the watch because of lead. That's and, and, and right. And uh,
0: yeah. I'm the parent of an autistic son, mm-hmm. thirty-four years old. Of course, I still don't know why. So could this be right. Some of the behavioral problems of our kids is caused by lead poisoning.
2: And, and let me say uh, and, and Beth, chime in when you guys are ready. I, I, I think the the importance of, of this effort by a commun not not only a community voice, but the other citizens who are fighting for more local control. Uh uh and uh in and, and, and more democratic control of uh, the the and water Board is that now that we know about all those old drain lines, now that we know about all those old lines that have collapsed then why wouldn't it also be those water lines that bring water to us have they been replaced? Have they been upgraded have they been de leaded? quite no, profound
0: that's what the lawsuit is about okay let us know we don't have information. Mm-hmm. We need information. We need education. We need to educate the people, and we need Sujan Water Board to educate us. Let us know what's going on. So now we've filed a lawsuit February the 15th of last year, asking them to give us a list of the lead lines and let us determine if this lead is poisoning our community.
2: So to date, has there been cooperation, and what's the status of that filing? Uh, None.
0: That we will be in court February the 5th. Hazor's court uh, to... Proceed with what we need to get this done.
2: Have y'all have y'all been before the board? Uh, have you contacted the board or any board members? Of course,
0: we've both? we've gone through all of the mm-hmm. measures. We've we've explained to them what we're trying to do, and they're still sort of brushing us off.
2: Who is the uh, community representative on the board? Because you know, in boards past, uh, you, you know, the, the, usually there was always someone. There was there were community appointments, and I think there was that voice. Uh, for the neighborhood. They may not have been a uh, an engineer or a water board expert, right. but they were an expert in, in fighting for people. Who's that?
0: No one that we know from the community is on the board. Uh, we're only looking at the mayor herself mm-hmm. and these other board people that they had um, put in place because we didn't vote for them to go in place. They were just put mm-hmm. in place. And we know Banks is one of the new...
2: He's, he is the council representative. Council person. The, he, that's uh, on near the board. One time we had, I was on the board. We had two council right. representatives that's on the right. board at one time.
0: That's right. So this is all we know for sure. But trying to get information from them, it's just not working.
2: Uh, we, we're having our conversation with uh, uh, Ms. Beth Butler, the executive director of a community voice, and Miss Deborah Campbell, secretary and treasurer. They're pushing for more democratic and local control of the sewage and water uh, a board. There was a, a, a state committee studying the water board at one point. I think the uh, the mayor and the council. The council talked about bringing on advisors to take a look at the sewage and water board. What's the status of those initiatives, Miss Campbell?
0: Nothing that I know of. I haven't gotten any updated mm-hmm. reports on anything. Um, just like I said, that's part of what's going on with us in sewage and water board. We we've, don't have communication. So,
2: so as a uh, a local uh, uh, a community uh, organization that uh, demands accountability and fights for people. If uh, you guys are successful with this effort, so it's more than just replacing re- replacing those those lead pipes. It's right. it's it's having this the agency operate as a democratic agency for the community. To explain what that would look like if you w- when you guys are successful.
0: What that would look like is everybody at the table together making decisions. Not just a few chosen people at the table making all of the decisions mm-hmm. that would look like let us know what our rate increase is exactly for. Let us know why our usage is being prorated at such a high rate. You know, give us the information we need to survive. Hi,
2: we, a high five right here right here in the studio, we uh, have
0: senior citizens that's mm-hmm. using their medication money. Mm-hmm. To pay water,
2: uh, and I think what Ms. Campbell just did, guys. I, uh, I, this is, I think, the beauty of what you guys are trying to do. Not just not just about the lawsuit; it's about accountability. No. Because if there were more local control and more community representation on the board, those issues would have been known from the in beginning. Advance. In, right. in, in advance, that's right. In advance,
0: and something would have been done by now. Right. But like this, you know, we're we're trying to push them forward and. Mm -hmm. They're holding us back, and we're working with uh, LSU, Mm -hmm. Professor Milky. Mm -hmm. He's working with us as far as that. Now, we did have a win. We did get them to put filters in the schools, the drinking water and the cooking water at the school. But we need more. We need everybody's home to be safe. Daycares, nurseries. You know, the younger kids are the ones that's really affected by lead more right. that we know of right. more than anything else. We also pretty much don't know what all of these health issues for the older people mm-hmm. is caused by. It could very well be caused by the lead in our system. So, you know, we need a change. We're we are talking need to save our
2: people. We're talking to members of A, of a Community Voice, uh uh, uh. Ah, uh, demanding more democratic and local control of the sewage and water board. Uh, the water board, we know right now, the issues with the uh, bills that went out that were uh, five and six times higher <laughs> than, yes. than average bills. We understand that some of that's still happening. It is. It uh, is right now. We also know that the sewage and water board is under con- federal consent decree for the sewer system that In many cases, and they're not replacing the laterals, the old sewer systems that run from the house into that's correct. The the system, so we're finding more and more is being uncovered. Are you guys getting resistance from the board? Because it looks to me like what you're listening, it feels
0: like resistance because they're not giving us the information we need, you know, and that's all I can say. We're asking for it. We've been asking mm-hmm. for it, and, and nothing's being done.
2: When it's it's currently in uh, uh, Ellen Hazur's court, uh, uh, yes. court right? Yes. Is, is, are we, is there a particular time frame on when, we, when the judge is going to hear this, hear this case?
0: No, the fifth. It will be in court on the fifth.
2: The fifth of what? February. Okay. So okay. So so uh, so that's so that's so. What can other citizens? Uh, uh, do uh, to not only get behind this issue, but to partner with you because it, it looks like to me uh, this is potentially we're, we're under one federal consent for the sewer system too, it, it, and if and if they don't begin to have action on the uh, in their lead pipes and it's p- potentially lead in the drinking uh, uh, other part of the water system, that's potentially another problem with a mandated increase.
0: That's right. Show up in court. Mm-hmm. Let's have numbers. Let's uh, let them know that we have people behind us. Mm -hmm. Let them know that we're not satisfied. As long as you don't say anything, they figure everything is okay and they can continue running business like they're running it. But it's not okay.
2: 504-582-9422. A community voice has said we're not going to sit on the sideline. Uh, Deborah Campbell has said we're going to advocate and fight for our folk. We need to know that our drinking water is safe. We know the effects of lead. Right. We know we know what lead has done, especially in urban communities to children. Yes. Uh,
0: And that's another thing. A lot of people don't know. We need to educate, educate the community, Mm -hmm. educate the young mothers. They need to know what's going on and how their children are being affected by lead.
2: Number one, Brother Lazard, you're on with uh, Miss Campbell and uh, Miss Butler.
3: Uh, good morning, Bloody ladies. Morning. And, um, Mr. Good Thomas morning. I'm Thomas, and to the community at large. Uh, Soothing Water Board candidly gave their executive director a $30,000 raise on top of this $265,000. Yes, they did. And also, too, there's a problem with calcium in the water, mm-hmm. or water turning into calcium. They don't put calcium in the water, but calcium is in the water. And we need to have at least chemical analysis of what's coming through chemical out where they pick up the water at Jefferson Parish and these Paris, Parish line, send it to the water Great point. because the water is being contaminated in ways they're not telling us. That's and right. I thank you for your time.
2: No, 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 thank no. You, no. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Uh, both of our uh, guests in the studio were, were agreeing with them. I have seen uh, independent tests done on uh, on our water source over the past, and they use these electrical devices to break it down. And Oh, Lord, when you see – the stuff that forms. That's right. Right. That's right. And, and, and Ms. Campbell, what you, got, what you guys' organization is saying is, look, uh, let us know where we are. At least right. let us know what the quality is, so we can we'll, we'll know what the what the real deal is. So then we can move forward together
0: and know what we have to know. do. Let the people know you need a water filter inside your home. Right.
2: Right. Right.
0: You know, don't let us continue to cook and drink this contaminated water. Give us some information. And that's all
2: we're asking for. So let me ask you this. Do you think it's worse than they're saying?
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Uh, we're having our conversation right here, right now, with a community voice. More local control. Uh, 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 Beth Butler and, and uh, Ms. Campbell, I'm seeing more and more citizens uh, react. They're taking it upon themselves to challenge institutions. Uh, uh, Beth, in a way, it's getting back to like it was in the 60s. Uh, in 70s, where uh, <laughs> uh, people in community groups uh, are not sitting on the sideline anymore. Uh, they don't have the resources. Uh, and Many of them are risking their positions and their relationships uh, with government. But people are stepping up.
1: I appreciate what you're saying, Oliver, and uh, what Deborah had said about WBOK being in the leadership in our community, always on the front line of these issues that – Actually, um, are right at the heart of the health and the ac- disempowerment of our community. Uh, Sewer and Water Board has taken every opportunity to make this issue go away. Um, recently, we were at uh, we did a demonstration at the Hyatt Hotel. A community voice went into their lobby and um, delivered a letter to their management, straight to their owners, to tell them we don't appreciate the fact that the hotels get a discount on their water bill because our residents are paying the difference. Right. Um, they can write off all of their expenses, but we can't. And so why should we pay part of their water bill? But Sewer and Water Board has that policy. The minute we raise this issue with Sewer and Water Board, that they give grand discounts to large commercial and industrial users, yes. they removed it from their website. Right. They removed the actual rate chart where you could see the difference, and they put up one that obfuscates the issue.
2: Beth, I want to talk to you about, uh, look, look. Uh, we, in a minute we're going to go to break, but when we come back, uh, changing in terms of representation, boards and commissions, uh, you've been around, Miss Campbell, you, you've been around long enough that I, I remember Dorothy May Taylor's voice and, and uh, the late Roy Glapion's voice on the Sewage and Water Board. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, rem- yours too. I, I, I m- remember when they stopped the rate increases, Yes, right? Yes. When they went from the uh, Sewage and Water Board to the council and said, no, when we, we can't approve these increases. And now we have an increase that people aren't even aware of. I think there's an increase that uh, a, a couple of city councils will go approve. That's that's going to happen here in 2020. That's right. And no one who was on the board to say he either stop it or it's coming.
1: Valid. I actually... The city council has twice, right after their election, just immediately after their election, passed multiple year oh. yeah. rate, rate increases. increases. So that every single year, the residents would continue to pay into this structure that, A, they're not repairing the infrastructure, B, they're hiding their own um, culpability around the lead lines because they're the ones that placed a lead, lead whip line at each home between the meter and the owner's line. Right there, you can see it in the water meter if you lift up your meter, you can see that kind of grayish line going up to the house. That's solid lead. And when
2: we come back, uh, community representation, man, you look at it, man, it's been, it's been the, the last several political terms. We see it happening nationally, we see it happening at the state level, and we even see it happening locally. Right? Yes. There, there, there was always this thing. This, we're going to put the university professors on the uh, nuclear fusion board. Well, oh, okay. Well, we're going to put uh, we're going to have people uh, nominated by the business council to put on this uh, board, and then the boards are still broke. Right. The Nothing's pe- being fixed. Th- the people are still in the dark.
0: The ones that's on the board has no education of what's going on. You know, they're just going through the changes. They're just putting their names out there and being paid. We have a man that's being paid that's not coming up with any solutions to our problems. You can't give me a list of the things that he's done so far. And now you're giving him more money to continue to blow smoke. You know, this is not what we're looking for. This is not what we need. Let's bring control back to the people. Let the people say who sits on board. But Beth
2: Butler, what do you get right if you could for our listening audience, right? Because in many cases, the public fell for this uh, experts on the board, right? Uh, uh, even even if it wasn't subject matter expertise, they felt for having the doctor here or the licensed professional here. Uh, explain, because you guys have always had advocating for years for community representation on, on important boards and commissions. What's the advantage of having that citizen uh, sitting in that seat?
1: Well, I think you can hear very clearly from Deborah Campbell talking right. about we have to look at our families and people in the community here in New Orleans basically love their families, okay? Yeah. And they've been caring about people's health. So let's let's talk about that. Right. If you have a family member who's in the hospital, if you mm-hmm. have a family member who died younger than they should have, all of this can relate straight back to lead, and we are inundated mm-hmm. with it in the city. And how uh, how they can get away without telling people mm-hmm. when study after study has shown that a tiny amount of lead, just immeasurable almost, over a long period, period of, of time, time right. will cause significant brain damage right. yes. and can damage every organ. So we're talking about you know and Those
2: studies have been proven already.
1: Exactly, right. but but people don't know this, mm-hmm. and the Sewer and Water Board hasn't come to grips with it. They're not looking at you. People in the community would like, just as you were suggesting, clean, healthy water. But we know we're not going to get it from the river if they keep adding in plant after plant upriver. That's going to pollute straight into the water. So why aren't we looking at aquifers? What we're not a water rich state. What we don't put pipelines everywhere. I mean, sewer and water board, if you had a community base on that board, would be trying to find clean, safe water for us to drink. Okay? This is not even in their vision.
2: And uh, you just helped paint a picture for me, uh, and I think it's the beauty of what we do here and, and how important these conversations are. Uh, the water is in that funnel, uh, and it's, uh, we're downstream from all those chemical plants. And if, if we don't have a filtration system here, to give us the highest quality water, then uh Wendell and Lee, we're drinking all their stuff. Waste. Wow, let's go to the lines right now. Uh very well put. Anthony, you're on with Miss Campbell and Miss Butler.
3: Yes, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Look, I work for Sewage and Water Board, but in Jefferson Parish. What you have to do is and what they're hiding is, you have to get the, the date of when all of this was built in the city. Mm-hmm. Get the maps. Mm -hmm. From the where the water, where they get the water from, and how it gets to your house, get the maps of every house, every street. They don't want to show you that because they have not been doing the maintenance on how to do that because that's. Very difficult, and this is the reason why we are getting the lead because this stuff is so many years old, and they haven't been doing no maintenance. They just been making paychecks after paychecks after paychecks, right. and nobody never investigated it. So they will never show you the maps. They will never give you the maintenance. They will never tell you, tell you nothing. That's why they won't tell you nothing, cause they, they didn't have never been doing nothing in order to repair that. And to do that, you have to tear down houses and reduce whole streets. And they don't—they—they they have not been putting the money out to do that.
2: Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Anthony. Uh, uh, life expectancy in uh, Louisiana and New Orleans uh, uh, lags behind the national average. Quality of life is it relative uh, to chronic illnesses right. uh, and avoidable health diseases. We lead the nation in those critical uh, uh, categories. And, and, Beth, what you said earlier is that Basically, I'm just at picturing, right? Here we are, we have Cancer alley, and we are we have petrol alley, and then we're downstream from where uh, where, where, where most of that flows. and and if we're, and if we don't have a filtration system that gives us the, the highest quality of water, and if we don't protect ourselves, then it's obvious what happens.
1: Our another plan to get clean water because it may not be a way to filter out all of those chemicals. And frankly, the other side of the coin is look how much money we pay sewer and water board every month. They what didn't you say at one point when you were on the board that they were one of the highest uh, volumes of funds in the in the country or something? Well,
2: well, well I mean when you look at the amount of uh, FEMA funds that went through uh, post Katrina, uh, it's uh, billions of uh, billions of dollars.
1: Right. But we as citizens also are paying phenomenal amounts of money to them for free water that they barely treat. Right. 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 So where does the money go?
2: I think that's one of the biggest questions. I think what the organizations like you guys are fighting for is that uh, accountability, uh, but also having that local control. Uh, It is we know we hear time and time again, it is a agency that was created by uh, state law to operate, I think it was the old uh, New Orleans uh, drainage district at one time, then it turned into the sewer mm-hmm. uh, uh, in, 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 uh, in in waterboard. Miss mm-hmm. uh, Campbell, I think it's safe to say that uh, y'all ain't y'all aren't going anywhere.
0: No, we're not going anywhere. And I want to give some points to the people of New Orleans. If you need more information, please contact us at 1-800-239-7379. That's a community voice. Or online at a community dot org. We are also giving out lead testing kits for your home. You can get that at https dot 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 org. Uh
2: and, and you know you alluded to it uh earlier, your work with uh Dr. Milkey. Milkey. uh Milky. Milky. Uh Milky with uh LSU a renowned uh, uh professor And Dr. Kasner. Uh, and, and Dr. Kasner. That this is such, this is an alarming data now. You know, why an independent organization or a community folk, you know, <laughs> uh, would be would come up with this information? It would seem like we would have, this would come from the system. O- over 90% of the lines that were det- uh, det- detected, yeah. over 90% of homes tested by LSU had uh, uh,
0: some amount of lead, lead in it? the water. Yes, yes. No one came clean. Yes. So now we're also asking the people of this city to invest in a water filter. Mm-hmm. If you want to protect your family, put it on your kitchen faucet. It only costs from $30 to $100. Right. And you can filter your water that's coming into your home.
2: So, so, let me, so let's ask this, right? Uh, you, you know, the mayor has fought for fair share. Uh, many of our legislators uh, joined with her and the governor to fight for more money uh, to come to the system. Beth. You know, you may remember back in uh, the the eighties and nineties when uh, you know the toilets were breaking down yeah. and the water pressure were losing the water pressure at the hotels yeah. uh, on on parties, and we see a continuation of that yes. uh, now. How do we pay for this? Uh, you know, if the, if the money doesn't come from the citizens, it's, it's obvious whether these agencies wasted the money or they don't have it. Where does the money come from? Because uh, uh it, it it ain't it ain't gonna be free to protect us.
0: No, no. Um, right now, it's coming from the the citizens.
2: See, so it's coming from the citizens anyway.
0: Everything <laughs> falls on our backs, so I'm pretty sure when it's time to correct this problem, they'll try to get
2: the money from the citizens. <laughs> Miss Miss Campbell, Miss, Miss Campbell's like, look, they, they, they find money for everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, on our backs. What, what what'd you say? Uh, <laughs>
0: That's where it's coming from, Oliver. You know it. You know it.
2: <laughs> Miss, if, 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 if we need to get it done, get it done. But uh, the lives of our citizens and, and, and uh, the quality of, uh, especially of quality uh, water, drinkable mm-hmm. water and potable water is more important than worrying about where the money's going to come from. Right. right. We're having our conversation uh, with uh, Ms. Beth Butler, of a community voice, and Ms. Uh, Deborah uh Campbell. Now, Beth, you talked earlier about aquifers, uh, uh, you, you talked about retention ponds, setting up local systems. You know, that type of, uh, of information and science has been out there uh, for quite a long, long time. You know, it, it, it seems like that should probably be part of uh, planning forward anyway, especially given what we know uh, uh, with water quality in the Big Muddy. And, and what you just described is all of those plants that flow down river
1: right. And if the uh, city were over directly over sewer and water board and it was a department mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the library mm-hmm. is a department, mm-hmm. the fire department is a mm-hmm. department, there would be planning. There would be mm-hmm. you know budget hearings by the city council on where this all needs to go, and the citizens would have more direct access into the whole um, potential for what we could do to fix this system. Instead, we're on the back end where uh, a turbine blows up, and instead of repairing it, we're going to be indebted to energy. Can you imagine paying another energy bill every month in the water bill while they're cutting off Senior citizens, disabled people, mm-hmm. poor families who can't pay their water bills now, but no, we're going to be paying intergy of all things. You start to wonder, who is sewer and water board for? Our money is going to this entity, and they manage to channel it out. We don't know exactly where, but now to intergy forever, huge electric bills to run a turbine that we ran before? Why?
2: I think that's the question we are uh, and especially if we had community representation or th- those voices on the commission. So you're saying it should be reconstituted. Uh, of course we would need the state, right? Right. Uh, uh, Two thirds the legislature. That's correct. A bill signed by the governor. That's a, yes. That's what the process would be?
0: Yes. We'll have to get Richmond behind us. Uh-huh. He's one of our main sources. Um, Now, he's a congressman. He's a congressman. Okay. And get him to talk to his constituents Mm -hmm. and let this get on the board, on their board. We're
2: going to take a break, and then uh, when we come uh, back, we're going to uh, wrap this up by talking about how do the citizens join this movement and uh, what uh, what are our political leaders saying about local control and takeover. We'll be back after the break.
0: You have been listening to Spotlight on WAMF LP New Orleans on 90.3 FM and streaming at WAMF.org. A recording of this broadcast and subsequent broadcasts are available at SouthernUnitedNeighborhoods.org.